0: Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How
1: are we all this morning?
0: Good morning, Russell. Good morning, good morning, Russell. good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit.
1: We thank you, Lord, for a new day. We thank you for the gift of life, that we are alive and well this morning, that we are safe, that we are protected in your care. Just as your word says, near restful waters, you lead us. For you are our shepherd. We thank you, Lord, for that love. Your word says that you load us daily with benefits. We thank you, Father, for every good gift that you have given us in this life. Right from our breath, right to the functioning of our body, right to our well-being, to the shelter over our head, the food on our table, the work of our hands. Our sustenance, our life, our well-being, our family, Lord. We thank you for all those that are part of our life. We thank you for this gift of being blessed with, being part of this ministry, your Holy Spirit Brisbane prayer group, this praying family. We thank you, Lord, for all those good things that you have given us, everything in our assets, in our possessions, everything that we own and everything that we are blessed with that you freely give us to enjoy and behold in nature. We thank you, Father, that you have made us stewards of your creation. We thank you, Lord, that you give of yourself to us, that you call each of us every day by name to come to you and to walk in your ways. We thank you, Father, that you pour open your word to us. Through revelation, you give us understanding of what you want to tell us in that word. And then how to apply it in our lives. You bless us with that wisdom. Father, we thank you. We enter your gate with thanksgiving, with that gratitude in our heart for all that you do for us, Lord.
0: You love us as a father, as a king, one who cares. We thank you, Lord, that you
1: protect, that you renew your mercy for us every morning, that you do not write us off. We thank you, Lord. As we acknowledge your prayer, your presence in our prayer this morning, we ask forgiveness for our sins, for our failures, for our shortcomings. We surrender all our faculties to you and we ask you to direct our thoughts, our words, our path and our prayer. We trust in you, Lord, with all our heart. We lean not on our understanding, but on the revelation you grant us in the name of Jesus and the very same peace and joy that you pour into our hearts now lord we share it with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and this praying family Mm -hmm. we share it with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group those that have no one to pray for them for all christians everywhere that do not yet personally know you and all those that do not want to know you and we ask for a quickening in their spirit this day so father based on what you show us in your word every day as we draw nearer to you, we have that confidence to pray and to call on your name. The name of our maker, our creator, the one who makes the parched land a pool of water and thirsty land springs of water. Who has made for us a way of holiness, who blots our transgressions, casts them behind his back and remembers them no more. That same Lord, the Holy One of Israel, who in the midst of his people is mighty and only does wondrous things. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus. The one who gave of himself for our sake and did not hold back, took all our punishment on himself, became a curse that we might be freed from all curses. The sheep gate, the bridge to the Father, the way and the truth and the life, the Lord who heals. We claim that healing on account of the forgiveness that the Father pours into us every day. When we wash ourselves and we apply the blood of Jesus over our household, over our family, over our prayer group, And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of El Shaddai, the spirit of victory, that same spirit that powered Jesus' ministry, who raised Jesus from the dead and now made His tabernacle within us and gives life to our mortal body, the one who quickens us, the one who changes the times and seasons, the one who hovers over everything that is void and formless and gives it life, shape, and form and makes it beautiful. The hand, the scepter of the king of kings that hand of the Father working in and through our lives. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with this gift of your Word and your Holy Spirit. You have blessed us with the gift of prayer, with angels, with destiny help us to fill all the gaps in our lives when we fall short and we can legally involve you in by calling on your name through prayer. We thank you, Lord for all those great gifts that you have blessed us with, including every spiritual gift in the heavenlies and every physical provision in our lives through your riches in glory through Christ Jesus, that we might never be found lacking or short, but we might always have abundance, enough for us to survive and sustain and extra to share and give out to others out of the same love that you have given to us. We thank you, Father. As we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting, every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by the precious blood of Jesus. We declare that as our protection in the spirit that every force of wickedness that is not of Jesus that comes against this barricade, let them be judged by the fire of heaven, be cast into the lake, of fire and brimstone. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will. And one of them being protection of the ones that they are given charge of from all these kind of
0: wicked spirits as well. We charge them to make a way where there is no way.
1: We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters. I declare that divine exemption for these your chosen ones, Lord, and I command angelic protection in the mighty and powerful, the unmatched name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word, proclaiming your word from Isaiah 55 verse 10 and 11 that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is our word that goes out of each of our mouths this day and we declare that it will not return to us empty, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we send it when we send it in faith. In
0: the name of Jesus. Today we reflect on all those times
1: in our lives when so much is happening around us and yet God is silent. Our brother Savio has shared a powerful reflection last night on grieving in our soul and the spirit of grief that is of wickedness. There are many times when we are in trouble, there is no visible respite, there is no saviour and no solution inside. We may not necessarily be wrong, and yet God lets it happen to us. We are praying, and yet we see that God is silent. Why is that happening? In Habakkuk 1 verse 13, he complained to God, Your eyes are too pure to approve evil. And you cannot even look on wickedness with favour. Why then do you look with favour on these who deal treacherously? Why are you silent when the wicked swallow up those more righteous than them? In Psalm 28 verse 1 and Psalm 109 verse 1, David prayed, Lord, if you are silent to me, I will become like those who go down to the pit. And he's questioning God there. Why are you silent? Job is another example of one who suffered for no wrongdoing. He was a righteous man. That is what the Bible says. And yet he suffered. So why then would God be silent and allow some things to happen in our life? And Job's that chapter of that uh, book of Job, It's probably something worth reading in such situations.
0: He questioned God as well. What wrong have I done? And in John 5 verse 17, we see that in his
1: defense, Jesus said, my father is always at his
0: work to this very day. And I too am working. So what he
1: means here is that God is not just a silent spectator to your woes. He's still working in the background. Philippians 2 verse 13 says, For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases Him. More often than not, we seek God and draw nearer to Him only through our suffering and our pain. When everything is good, we often tend to ignore God and the work of his hand in our lives. The one who has actually made it all good. And that is why that gratitude becomes very important every single day. Knowing that as Psalm 24 verse 1 says, the earth and its fullness, everything in it belongs to him. And the fact that we are enjoying good things in our life, peace. Joy and a healthy, happy existence is all on account of what he has done for us. Many of us yet think that I'm a self-made person and I have achieved all of this
0: for myself. But it is often through pain that we draw nearer.
1: And so it says here, God is giving you, in Philippians 2, verse 13, God is giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases Him. What pleases Him is His will. The power to do His will in and for your life. And so there are three points that I have of note here. When we look at situations like this and think, why is God silent? The first one is this
0: very one which says, He is working on you and preparing you. More often than not, life, as I understand it, is a series of circles and you will keep
1: going in a certain circle round and round until you find the way out to move forward. You might see yourself experiencing the same kind of pain again and again until you find a solution to it and you move out of
0: it. God is working in you and giving you that desire and the power to break free out of it.
1: That is why sticking to his word, holding on in the place of prayer and asking for that solution there with him in that secret place is important. He's working on you and preparing you. The second one is he's working on other factors needed to help you to do his will, to fulfill that same exactly as Philippians 2.13 says, to do what pleases
0: him. He's working on other factors. And in this instance, here is a popular scripture, Romans
1: 8, verse 28. which says, and we know that God causes all things to work together for the good of those who love God and those who are called according to his purpose in all things, not some things. So he's definitely not silent. He's not picking and choosing which ones. So he's working behind the scenes as well. Even when you don't
0: see it, he's working. We sing that hymn. In Isaiah 43 verse 19, he
1: says, See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the
0: wasteland. In some instances, he's even sending angels and destiny helpers when he knows that
1: it is beyond our physical ability, capacity, talent, skill to break free or break out of that circumstance. There he sends his angels and destiny helpers. We saw that in Daniel chapter 10 verse 12 as well. When Daniel had prayed for 21 days, he kept praying. And it looked like nothing happened. That might happen in your circumstances where Lord, I prayed for the last three weeks and yet that small problem that I've been encountering, there is no solution inside. What are you doing? Where are you? And when it looked like nothing was happening in the case of Daniel as well, we see in the background, an angel was already sent on the very first day that he prayed. But there was war in the second heavens as well. Warring just for that message to be brought through to Daniel. Even so, he's working in your case as well, even when you don't see it. A lot of things happen in the background. When we seek to perceive only in the physical, it's all happening in the spiritual. For what we can only look at, check and measure or confirm is a physical manifestation. But what God is really calling us to do there is open our eyes in the spirit to see and to hold on to faith. Believing that he who was promised will also deliver. So if his word says it, that is his will, he will deliver. He cannot lie and he is unchangeable. That is where what you know about him inspires and strengthens you to hold on to your faith.
0: Number three, he holds his peace sometimes to give us testimonies.
1: Why testimonies? Because he then uses those testimonies to quicken and convert others through your ministry. It is your scars that bring you closer to God and then others through you because of that relationship that you carry and the priesthood that you then enact when you stand in between them and God. the same generation that people are trying to kill will be a generation of deliverers many times you wonder why wickedness prospers and you who have not done anything wrong are actually doing the right thing and yes yet undergoing persecution you definitely have examples of this in your personal life i say the same thing again the same generation that they are trying to kill Will be a generation of deliverers. And more often than not, the delivery or deliverance of those very ones that persecute. You saw that in the case of Jesus himself, where Herod tried to kill him. Likewise for the other prophets. What about the case of Paul? Paul was one that was trying to kill. The very ones he tried to kill brought about his deliverance and he became a powerful apostle. On whom five books in the Bible have been written based on his experiences, his travels, and his ministry.
0: So was it with the other prophets as well. And when God says, I have ordained you before you were born,
1: then you should not expect a different outcome. But what he is really looking at is to give you that testimony so that when you stand fast in that testimony, there are others that listen to it and feel a stirring in their spirit. He also wants you to have that testimony so that you can be humbled at times. Humbled to the point of now being receptive to his workings, you know, like we said earlier at the start as well. When all is going good, there is no reason for us to look to God because we only look at it and think of it in the flesh. In order to break that fleshly approach and open us to the spirit, he has to let us undergo that
0: pain, that extreme situation that lets us open up to his workings in us,
1: to his stirring within us. In such situations, when we hear those kind of testimonies from others and we think there is hope for me as well, And then we are open to seeking his help. Till then we've been acting on pride. No,
0: I am good. I don't need anything. Without that, we would resist. So he gives us those testimonies. He did not even spare Jesus, but that was all part of his plan.
1: Sometimes it is part of his plan of redemption. Jesus said, Father, if this cup can be taken away, please take it. But yet in the end, he said, nevertheless, your will be done because I cannot be the one to destroy that plan that you have of salvation for mankind. For, that, for their sake, I will go through this suffering. And before we conclude, I'd like to say that there are times when we disobey God as well. When he has given us certain instructions and we choose to ignore them out of our will, and yet he is silent. But we don't often question that. Do we question ourselves? Why is God silent now? Or should he be punishing us? He still does the same there as well. He says there is still more work to be done on you until your alignment with me is perfect, until our relationship is perfect. He recognizes there is a gap in that relationship. Not just disobedience coming out of an unruly child. So he works with us and for us in all our vulnerabilities, in all our laziness, in all our ignorance and in
0: all our stubbornness as well. Why? Because he is unchangeable. So even when we don't see it, he is working on us, within us, And for us.
1: And so Father we pray. For an opening of our eyes. In the spirit. To see the direction that you are taking us in. To discern and to obey. And to follow our shepherd through the times we don't see what you are doing. In our lives. I ask for that edification in our spirits this day Lord. And as we pray for spiritual edification. I also pray for our physical and temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease, that are hospitalized, will undergo any kind of procedures this day. We pray for all families that are embattled, that are facing any kind of division or separation, for all those that are struggling as well, under the load of any kind of stronghold, under that yoke in their lives, especially that of poverty poverty, That of busyness, prayerlessness, ignorance, most of all. Ignorance of your word. Because your word is the sword of the spirit. And through your word we receive those weapons of our warfare. Without it we are defenseless and have no ability to fight. That ignorance. We ask for that yoke, Lord, to be broken in the name of Jesus. We also pray for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends, especially those that are not yet saved. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And as we release our faith and our prayer, making this our prayer of agreement with each other and one in the spirit with your Holy Spirit, believing that in every circumstance, as Roman 8, 28 says, you are working for our good. We hold on to that hope and we release our prayer in faith together, knowing that whatever we ask in the name of Jesus, as Matthew 18, 19 says, that you will do for us, Lord. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
0: Thank
1: you, Holy Spirit, Manta and
0: Adias
1: Calabrosta, De
0: la caracista,
1: el rey ancho de la caracina en
0: Andarastafaraja Syada <inaudible> kiyanda
1: दारा <laughs>
0: दारा <laughs>
1: sala
0: cappia e dam
1: bracate la raset regeleria
0: e riana nam bra sata
1: mirian tola broya
0: sabra lengeras carana la scoda
1: bryabata bracoste kentere prestekete per chenia
0: anian dar stafrata la rasketia
1: rapapara dalla randora di 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 ora della rasata della karate sia namras desta dalla dalla rasa pratalan gelo tola di di Mando तो ब्रोस कोर्ट जनप्रतिक्ते यह को लास्ट काराब्रास्ता लाभ प्रतिक्ते इन
0: प्रेजिडेंट्स
1: कटे कटे
0: मान
1: तो क्रास्ता सी लगाया
0: नंब्रोस
1: दिली ra
0: sadara ra ra sadara ra ra sadara ra
1: sadara
0: sadara sadara sadara
1: sadara di
0: <laughs>
1: di <laughs> ada rada bala de I am jalaras
0: she carasco dolo bratositia la ronda rajalam bractica.
1: Yes, the carapa. She's And mm. the cassa de lorantara da ladara or antala marasta maria jalada. Adiata <inaudible> 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 grossiata,
0: Pratakoya co ya jeskata bralambra Adosi and de
1: de 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 andalama <laughs> ra in the mighty and powerful name of jesus thank you jesus thank you father thank you holy spirit
0: scripture that's been put on my heart today is from galatians 6 verse 9 and let us not grow weary in well-doing for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
1: Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat as well. This is from 2 Corinthians 12, verses 7 to 9, quoted from the NIV, where it is written, "Or because of these surpassingly great revelations, therefore, in order to keep me from becoming conceited, I was given a thorn in my flesh a messenger of Satan, to torment me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me, but he said to me, and this is the most important part there, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest in me. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Our second scripture quoted is from Hebrews 10, verse 23, again from the NIV, where it says, let us hold unswervingly to the hope we
0: profess, for he who promised is faithful. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these reflections as
1: well as the divine mercy and rosaries that are prayed every evening. Also, Brother Savio's reflections that he shares on all our social media platforms as well as our chat group. And also the Friday Bible study sessions. Please share those recordings of all of these are available on our YouTube page. Links are posted on Facebook and is also available on our podcast channel on Anchor. So please share those with your family and friends, especially the one that God puts on your heart this day as the
0: one that needs to hear the message that you have received. Be blessed to be a blessing. Praise God. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace
1: of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day, so that as we are blessed, that is in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us. In the name of Jesus and for His glory, do not forget to speak and command your morning before you start the rest of your day. Command your week ahead as well. In the name of Jesus, have a wonderful day, everyone.
0: Thank you, Russell. God bless God. everyone. You, God bless everyone.